Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Summer Movie Club. I may be your host this week, but I am still an insignificant little fuck. I am Zach Weiss. I'm joined by my uh, my co-host as always. He might look a little bit different this week. This week he looks like he's been serial crushed by a huge freaking guy. Uh, Adam Weiss. Can I, can I just pause you for a second? Yeah. It's serial crushed by some huge friggin' guy. Gotta, I, I, gotta, I can't do voices very well. I, yeah, I, it gotta, took enough out of me to, to do the the uh, Papa Joe. Yeah, insignificant. Yeah, I was expecting. I wasn't expecting that. That caught me off guard. Um, uh, you can tell by our context clues this week. We're doing the a little controversy here. I don't know if you looked into it. I didn't realize it until I was watching it this time. The movie was made in 1999, was not released until January of 2000 because of uh, being delayed out of fears from the violence being connected with the Columbine massacre, but we're doing the only released in five theaters for a week, Boondock Saints. Was it really only released in five theaters for a week? Yeah, it, it was made in 99 um, because it was held off because of Columbine eventually only released in five theaters for one week was then released on DVD where it took off and has achieved cult uh, status. Mm -hmm. Um, The movie was directed and written by uh, Troy Duffy. A story about him was he was a bartender or bouncer or or something something along those lines and uh, wrote... uh, uh, based on a few experiences here and there, and then made a story out of uh, the story that was he sold the scripts. Um, kind of fanned <laughs> out after this, I believe. You know, I th- like some of his only other credits include Boondock Saints 2, All yeah. Saints Day, um, a proposed Boondock Saint uh, television series that never took off. Uh, just a quick rundown of a little bit of the cast. We have Willem Dafoe as Paul Smecker, who is top credit because he's, at this point, was the name. Yeah. Uh, you have Sean Patrick Flannery and Norman Reedus as Connor and Murphy McManus. Uh, David Delarocco as Rocco. Billy Connolly as Il Duce. Um, let me pull up, because it's, it's hard to keep, like, they don't mention his name, uh, uh, where, where's even it's even it's very low in the uh, the uh, credits. Um, where is he? Uh, Carlo Rota as Yakavetta, who I guess would be the main antagonist of the movie if there was one. Um, he's low in the credits. Like it took me a while to find him. Um, I mean, I'm up oh, there. Is I was like, I'm still yeah. looking for him. Um, just to give you the quick synopsis. Uh, the two Irish Catholic brothers become vigilantes and wipe out Boston's criminal underworld in the name of God. Uh, we are, of course, covering this movie now because we're coming up on St. Patrick's Day. We would probably, under normal circumstances, have pushed this a, a week or so clo- to get closer to the actual holiday, but we have pre-planned, uh, pre-planned things coming up that uh, really couldn't be moved. Yeah. So uh, we're doing it now. And uh, Adam, what's your experience with this movie? Um, well, my favorite movie films are uh, Citizen Kane and The Boondock Saints. <laughs> they um, go hand in hand. 
Yeah. Um. I mean, I've I I loved this movie when when I was younger. Um. It's probably been. I was just thinking about it like tonight. Um. It's probably been about ten years since I watched this movie. Right. Um, it's been a long time. Um. Oh, excuse me. I mean, I've always loved this movie. Um. I I own the um. I, I own like a special edition DVD version of it, uh-huh. um, but I watched it on Amazon Prime because what am I gonna what am I gonna put in a put a DVD into a DVD player like a every, schmuck? Every time, um, uh, every time I pass a red box mm. at the supermarket or something, I think it to myself, should I look? Huh? I think. Does it always have Boondark Saints? No, no. I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. Should I look in there and see if there's any DVD? And then I think to myself, No, I don't need to get a DVD of a movie at a supermarket to watch a movie. I ways of watching movies. I don't want to watch a movie. But yeah, I've always, um, I've always enjoyed Boondark Saints. Um, not a fan of the second one. Never seen the second one. I saw it once. I'll, I'll say that once was enough. Um, I feel like uh, this was a big college movie. Uh, I was in college from like uh, 2008 to 2011, and I feel at that point it had really in, like gotten into the the zeitgeist of, of the college, like movies you put on with your friends while you're sitting around drinking. No. Um, I, 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 I can, if I didn't have one, I think at least one or two of my friends had the poster up in their room. It was one of those. Um, my wife told me while we were watching this the other night that my wife comes from a very Irish family, uh, Irish cop family. Um, when this movie came out and like gained traction, oh, they loved it. It was it became their their St. Patrick's Day tradition. They would all get together, get super drunk, watch Boondock Saints. She doesn't think they do it anymore, but so. Um, yeah, I, I, it, watching it again, it, it holds up. I think it, it's, it's. If you're not looking again for Citizen Kane, you're gonna, you're gonna have a nice yeah. time. Um, when I was watching it, I was actually, I was good. I meant to ask you because when I was watching it, I was wondering if this kind of felt. What the hell is that sound? Is that a laugh? Or a uh, no, I, I was a, a cough. She fake coughs, but I'm not giving her no. attention. No. Um. I was I was wondering, Jesus. I was. <laughs> Go ahead, I can hear you. Go ahead. I was I was wondering if um this was like Sin City for you, where you said like, I remember in the Sin City podcast you said that you, um you liked this movie a lot young a lot more when you were younger. Like you still enjoy it, but you mm-hmm. like it. It did. It doesn't. It doesn't resonate the same way. Uh, violence and titties does when you're younger. I think this movie's trying to be a different movie than Sin City was trying to be. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. So I think it, that that allows it some some wiggle room. Um, it's yeah, it's just a it's it's a, a fun little movie. It, it's it comes in under two hours, which I've always said on the podcast I'm a fan of. Give it short, keep it simple. Yeah. Um, give me some funny lines. Uh, one of the maybe best racist jokes of all time. Committed to committed to film, probably yeah. Uh, me and Zach had joked about using that as um, an intro, but then it, it it's 
yeah, it's very we, problematic because of uh, how yeah, it, I, it ties I, in. I, I suggested saying that my guest, my host, my, my co-host this week would like a Coke, but then that kind of insinuates that Adam would be happy that all the Hispanics and African-Americans are in the country. Yeah. Which so we decided, we decided against it. Yeah. Um, um, I, I just want to take note. Um, I want to see if I can capture this um, because it should make a different sound, which I will explain in a moment. But um, I stepped away from my normal uh, PBR tonight and uh, I'm treating this as our, you know, like Zach had said, it's like our unofficial uh, St. Paddy's Day episode. So I am partaking in, I'm keeping festive with the spirit and uh, I'm partaking in some Guinness tonight. Um, I love Guinness. Um, but I now that Guinness. you said, you know, you're explaining why you have the Guinness. I should have realized that. And fuck, I should have gotten maybe some, uh, like, a, what's a good Irish red? Is that like uh, an Irish red or is that just a red? Uh, I think it's Irish. Um, it's it's Irish in the sense of the style, but it's not Irish in the sense of the fact that it's made in Ohio. Hmm. Um, Killian's is a good Irish red. I was also thinking about going, um, possibly going harp, but then I remembered that I was really hoping I could capture this sound, which I'm about to do right now. I don't know if you guys could hear that that bubble afterwards. Yeah. Cans of Guinness come with what's inside. It's a, it's called a widget. It's essentially a small ping pong ball filled with nitrous. Um, so when you crack the beer, when you crack a can of Guinness and pour it, it tastes as if you're drinking it off the tap. Um, Guinness was ruined for me in college when we would go for um, uh, Quizzo Night at the local uh, one of the bars up in town. Uh, Kildare's Irish pub or whatever, Kildare's Irish something or another, um, which I believe it might even be a chain, a, a s- small chain, not like national or anything, but um, yeah. they would do Quizzo and there were specials on wings and Irish car bombs. Damn. And my friends would oh, always man. insist we do car bombs and I fucking hate car bombs because everyone would be like, this is, is this Tim? was uh, Tim, Mario, uh, assorted because uh, Tim was always Zach's friend Tim. Um, it was all I don't know why, but like Zach's friend Tim was like really into shotgunning beers. <clears throat> Shotgun beers so, in a luxury suite at his uh, at the Wells Fargo Center for his um bachelor party. Bachelor party yeah, yeah, he Zach, Zach's friend Tim is all about shotgunning beers, so I assumed that the uh car bombs would be. Um, would be his doing, but I, I, this was back in my, uh, I was sticking to like the light beers. I, yeah. Like if I could get it, Miller Lite, but back then I, I was a little harder. Like, it, like at parties, it was Natty or or Beast or something. Yeah. So I, I was sticking to that kind of stuff, and Guinness just wasn't good to me. And they would always tell me, um, Oh, it, it tastes like chocolate milk. Like you dropped it, yeah. and I was like, "No, it tastes like Guinness with a shot of whiskey in it." Like I know, yeah, yeah. To me, it doesn't taste like chocolate. No. Milk. It just tastes like delicious. So um, eventually, I was like, "I'm not doing these anymore." I'll do a uh, what are they called? When you drop a Jaeger bomb, yeah, a Jaeger bomb. About drop a Jaeger into a, a Red Bull. That's what I would do. Man. Um. It's not Irish at all. No, it's not. But I would do a bomb drink with my friends, and I didn't have <laughs> to taste fucking Guinness. 
I've come around a little okay. bit. I've started drinking more stouts, more uh, more porters, mm-hmm. like more of the darker, uh, like velvety beers. But uh, I, the, I still the go with. Uh, do you hear that? Do you hear how there's no bubbling? Yeah, it's because it's a fine um, American pilsner. I was thinking that. Uh, no, is it? It's Guinness, a pil- yeah, fine pilsner beer. Guinness is um, Guinness is problematic because uh, I, I don't drink Guinness from the can. I have to drink Guinness from a glass, mm-hmm. um, and I'm drinking it from a red solo cup because the way I you drink when you drink Guinness, you pour it in a specific way, and then you have to let it settle to the actual like how drinkable state. When were you going to tell um, us and, that not only were you having a special drink, but that you were recording tonight from a 1999 party comedy? Um. I was getting there. I'm actually physically currently living in the movie. Can't hardly wait. That's exactly what I was. Um, uh, that's, that's what I thought. Because yeah. when I said a teen party movie, there's not a lot of movies that are specifically based around a party. That, no, like but that one is. I was specifically talking, and if I say teen party movie, it's you're hard pressed to find one that's not can't hardly wait. Teen yeah. sex comedy would have been the. Yeah. Um, continue. You were talking about Guinness. You got to pour. Uh, uh, but. Yeah, so I pour it, and uh, normally I pour it into a glass glass, so I can see when the Guinness has settled. Um, so I'm just uh, staring at a, a non-transparent glass, thinking, I wonder if it's settled yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, Zach, let's um, let's, get this movie. let's let's dive into this movie. Uh, my first note is, hey, that's that guy from Walking Dead. It's funny because like. Um, like you said a minute ago, um, William Defoe, Willem Defoe is um is the name in this movie. William Defoe is um, his father. William Defoe is my father. Willem Defoe is the name, is the name yeah. in this movie. Um, but if you know if this movie was made now, um, I th- no, I think it's still Norman. Would be- Norman- Norman Reedus, uh, yeah, Norman Reedus isn't the bigger name than William Def- Willem Defoe. But like at this point, like at, when the movie was made, what was what was Norman Reedus in besides this? Like, there's something he was in, and I want to say it was like I keep thinking eight millimeter, but I'm that's not him. It's um, Joaquin Phoenix. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's he's in something like that, where he's like a like a scumbag kind of. Uh, Deuce is Wild? No. Never seen that. I don't like... Mm-hmm. I like my Deuce's calmer. I like my Deuce. I like a nice tame Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I have stomach issues, so I prefer a tame Deuce. Nah. Uh, God, it's like hard to... Because everything he's done so much since Walking Dead came out, it's like, no. Nah. Uh, nah. This is very good radio. Um. Uh, Deuce is wild. That's it. I found it. Yeah. Why didn't you say that? Told you. Told you. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! He is an eight millimeter. <laughs> that is what I'm thinking of. Is he? I've never seen eight millimeters. So I just saw it fairly recently. I I prefer my millimeters to be less than five. Well, I was worried. It took me so long to watch it because I was worried I wouldn't know. What happened through what? Like, if I didn't know what happened in one through seven millimeter, yeah, it would have been. It's, it's hard to catch. You know up what? They do a good. The they kind of. 
it's kind of like Rocky, where they kind of do like a flashback in the very beginning, like a flashback oh, montage. Nice. So you, you, and then there's a robot. Yeah, you get the you get the gist like pretty quick. <laughs> That's good. Um, millimeters actually the name of the robot. Millie, it's oh, a nice. it's a girl robot, and her name is Millie mm. Meter. Yeah, they like that fun over on that power. movie. Yeah. Up. underground porn snuff snuff video movie. <laughs> no. Um we we meet the McManus brothers. They go to church. They basically have run of the church and it's just like they're understood. Like I wish we got a little more backstory. Do, do you get it in, in two as to like why they're so venerated within the community when they haven't been boondock sing sing yet? I I saw I saw Boondock Saints two once because a girl that I was dating was like, "Oh my god, I love the Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints two is going to be as good, if not better." <laughs> um, and let me tell you, it is not. Um, because um, they they get so much like sway in that church that I had to think to myself, like, place the scene in the timeline of the movie. I was like, "Is this?" Happening chronologically, or is this a flash forward? No, it's chronologically. No, yeah, it's yeah. They they have so much run of this church that like the priest that's visiting, like when they come and like walk up onto the um, uh, is it? I know it's not called a stage. The 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 altar. Altar. Yeah. What's a pulpit? The altar. Pulpit is a church thing. Fuck. Fuck if I know, dude. Um, Google it while I talk. Um, yeah, like they so much uh, they've so so much frame of this church that like when the the priest that's visiting, like he's giving them like a does anybody else see these motherfuckers <laughs> walking up here? Like type look on his face. Um, and then that one little girl is super fucking judgy. Like motherfucker, you're in a church. Motherfuckers are gonna be praying. Like yeah, she's like they're not praying like, right. Yeah. Like th- we all sat back down. They're still praying. That's me. Whenever I, I don't go to, I'm, I I consider myself an atheist. Um, so whenever I go to a church, I um, I'm always like the last person standing or like whatever. It's at this point I just stopped giving a shit and I don't do anything. Before I would care mm-hmm. and like I would be the last person to stand or to sit because I would be following everybody else's cues. Um, but now I just sit there the whole time. Um, that's a lie. When I I'll. I'll the now the only times I go to churches are for like um, like funerals. So I will do um, I w- I will stand with everybody and I will like um, like I'll kneel with everybody you know out of um, respect. I but... don't do it. I, I I'm in that stage like when I've had to go where I'm like uh, like rumble grumble. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't want to yeah. be this fucking thing. Um, but luckily. The, since we've moved away from my mother-in-law, who was the uh, seemingly the um, proponent of that, um, I haven't been to a church in a while. Yeah, I haven't been to it. The last time I was in a church was a funeral, and the last time before that was a wedding. So, um, You know what's really annoying? Sorry, yeah, because... Um, I accidentally hit update now on my phone right before we started, and it makes you put a passcode on it. It used to be you used to be able to say I don't want to do this, but now like you have no choice. 
And then to turn the passcode off, you have to input your password for Apple. And I can't remember my password for Apple. So I said, send me an email so I can reset my password. It said, okay, get us the code. So I left the thing where I had to put the code in to get the code. And then it got rid of where I mm -hmm. put the code in. So I'd have to start the whole process all over. So I'm annoyed. Yeah. So this, this yeah. podcast is going to get a lot more chippy now. Um, <laughs> um, I, I like this line. Um, we must all fear evil men, but we must fear. It's like what the priest says is like, we must, we, like, right. we all like must fear the, evil the, men. The indifference of most good. of the indifference yeah. of good men. He's, he's telling a story about a um, Kenny, Kenny Genovese. Somebody they're being, they're basically being it's a very mugged. famous story. Um, you know, the story. It's very no, famous. There's documentaries on Netflix about it. Never. She was like raped and 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 like uh, assaulted like in a in a courtyard like with apartments all around. Nobody did anything because they figured somebody else would do something. Is that where the thing comes from? Where like if you're being if you're if if you're being raped, you don't yell rape, you yell fire. I, I mean, I don't think that's where it came from specifically. But if she had yelled fire, mm -hmm. maybe somebody would have called nine one one. Someone would have been like, mm, I don't see a fire. Um. Uh, so the right after the um, church scene, right after the yeah, right after the church scene, we're introduced out to and, like, a, a completely unhygienic and uh, meatpacking uh, plant with a yeah. litany of health well, code I, violations. I just wanted to talk uh, quickly about the um, the there, uh, this there's like this whole um, there's like a whole uh, like the the opening credit sequence. Um, intercut with um, with like uh, footage of the movie, and then there's like a like just a generic Irish song mm. playing. Um, I have a feeling that if this movie was made in 2005 instead of 1999, um, the song that would have been playing was shipping up to Boston. I don't know because it needs to be kind of an instrumental because there's dialogue. That's what's that's why it works in the departed scene. There's not as much dialogue in those opening credits. He's just like you know like you know. Here, yeah, that's but there's true. A, there's more dialogue in this, which I feel like it would have been like kind of muffled by the yeah the one of some of the dialogue that we get in this opening sequence is uh perhaps we should have called it rule mm -hmm. of wrist and then he punches, um, and then, and then uh, Murphy punches a woman like straight in the face yeah Daryl yeah I just have Daryl sucker punch that big lady um. Oh, excuse me. Um, but yeah, they're talking about um, they uh, they work like Zach said they were going to meatpacking plant and they're like training this woman um, who I believe I feel like she has a tattoo that's a, like a really like anti man tattoo. Um, but I think you're uh, just projecting. Sean, probably Sean Patrick Flannery. Are you just, says, are you just uh, something do, about do the, you just not? know their names and they're just giving up on I, for, I forget which one's which Norman Reedus is which Murphy one is Sean Patrick Flannery Sean pa Patrick Flannery okay, is Connor then, you know, all right, is Connor. All right, so Connor I'm not, I'm not um, judging I had to study that this no. time to, to get the hang of it in my mind it's like they don't is have is it Sean Patrick any, Flannery like, and Deuce as well too uh, no that's no, they, they got a similar thing yeah, they're very similar. 
Um, in my mind, they don't have the, their, their names in the movies are Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick well, Flannery. According to um, you've addressed them so far, it's Daryl and Sean Patrick Flannery. <laughs> yeah, Daryl. <laughs> um, I've, I've, made, I've made note of that before. Like, if I don't know the name of an actor, um, I just refer to them as, like, what roles I know them as. So, for instance, in Shape of Water, I couldn't remember Richard Jenkins' names. So I just referred to him as Dr. Dobek. Um, and I've done it before, too. I can't think of other instances, but I know I've done it you before. Kept, uh, in, you kept other times referring in the to Bonnie as Molly? The, the actress that played her? I'm flipping mm. your premise. No. Let me ask you a question. How much do you think their apartment costs? I don't know. I'm just, like, not a lot. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. I, mean, I couldn't, lot, I couldn't tell you what a good apartment in Boston would cost at that time, so I couldn't tell you, like eleven dollars. I just, I'm, a, I'm uh, I really wanted some backstory on these guys because it's one thing for them to be living together, but they dress alike. They have yeah, they the same tattoos at, have, a, apart I, from the different yeah. Latin words on their hands. And they, when mm. they are looking around their apartment, their toilet is just out in the middle, so they're shitting in front of each other. Their toilet, and yeah. So it's like, what is with these two brothers? Like, um, yeah, they go to a bar for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, the, it's announced that the bar is shutting down. They're getting squeezed out by the Russian mob. And then, and my 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 note about the um, my my first note about the bar is just fuck mm-hmm. ass. Uh, the bartender has uh, Tourette's. Oh. Um, actually, one of my favorite lines in the movie revolves around uh, the bartender. We'll get to that later. Um, what, when they're in the hospital? Uh, uh, the, yeah. the Russian mobsters come in, and they, the, the one guy goes, I'm Ivan Chekhov. And I was like, do all Russian mobsters give their full names before beginning intimidations? <laughs> they do. Um, <laughs> we then get... Uh, we have the, I, just really, I just don't know this is. I know he says it, but it just made me giggle. It's just people in glass houses mm-hmm. sing ships. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he, he mixes his metaphors. Um, we get a, a jump forward. I also have, oh, you have another note about. I just have um, uh, no. It just says uh, "make like a tree" and get the fuck out of here. Which I read was a reference, uh, but yeah, after like a, a um, play on a playful reference to Back to the Future. Back to the f- yeah, he says. Make like a tree yeah. and get the heck out of um, here, or something like that. We do a jump forward, which I I wanted to talk about real quick because they do this several times through the movie, and I actually it's one of the things I enjoy about the movie. Yeah, is, I forgot yeah, I, I remember they did it once or twice. I didn't realize it was pretty much before every every act, every act of violence, somebody. and it's an interesting it's an interesting way of doing it where. So the, the the mobsters, Russian mobsters, are trying to intimidate the Irish people in this bar. We cut to the next morning, and there's detectives, the rare three detective team, um, investigating yeah. a crime. We see uh, bodies laid on the ground, which we can, based on clothing, identify as the Russian mobsters. But we have no context as to what's happened. And that's how they play the violence throughout the, the whole movie. Uh, where um, they'll be just about to engage in some sort of violence where we'll cut to the investigation of the police into the violence, flashing back intercut to the actual violence. And I thought it was an interesting... An interesting. Yeah. It allows a play 
off of um, the detectives and the actual crime happening, especially in the, uh, especially, the, the, the big um, shootout at the the poker game. Um, yeah. Where they were like up until then, like William De- William Defoe has um, has every like everything um, William Defoe. Uh, predicts basically is actually what happened until that scene where um, Greenlee's like, well, what if it was one guy with six guns? And he says like, mm. fuck you, Greenlee. He doesn't say that. He says something else. But um, everything William Defoe um, comes up with is is accurate until that one bit. Um, and it's it's nice that like you see it unfolding while he's ensuring that it was six guys uh, with one um, piece. We're introduced to William Defoe's. Uh, uh... Paul Smecker character, uh, Agent Paul Smecker, who is a on the the uh, organized crime task force for the FBI. I like to think that Will Defoe's character in this is the gay cousin, spiritual gay cousin of his character in American Psycho. Um, I like the line where because uh, he walks up while Greenlee is is basically going through what he. Uh, things happen in the case and it's it's horribly wrong, but he goes to the one guy and he goes, "Where's this guy going? He ain't going fucking nowhere. Where you going? Nowhere." <laughs> oh no, he's he's like uh, he's like uh, he hits the guy with the bandages on his head. Why? Because he's <laughs> smart. <laughs> he knows the guy with the bandages on his ass ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he says going nowhere like three times. Like he knows the guy with the bandages ain't going nowhere. Where you going? You ain't fucking going nowhere. Where you going? Nowhere. <laughs> Um, nowhere. Um, I have a, I, I have a, a couple other um, funny things that Grinley says. Um, like when he's, he's talking about like his one of his theories is that these two guys um, coming home drunk from mm-hmm. St. Patty's Day, and he's like, um, he, he just gets this like real serious like look on his face and gets like kind of close to the other detective. He's like, they decide to could uh, cut down the alley. He's like, wrong fucking alley, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> and then he's talking about. Um, hitting the dude in the head with the bandage and he's like he picks up a I forget what the fuck he says like he picks up a sink and just fucking wah um Smacker quickly puts him in his place and in uh, I I should have looked into this because I was thrown off by it when I heard he he offers he orders I don't remember exactly what kind of coffee type of coffee but a type of coffee it's definitely a coffee but with the but with yeah, a twist of lemon. lemon. I've never heard of any kind of coffee with a twist yeah, yeah. of lemon. Especially because yeah, sounds gross. putting milk in it, shouldn't that like curdle the milk a bit? Yeah, yeah, it's I do have a note um, here, and I'd like I to like... make an announcement. Because I am... I don't want any anybody to think um, that I'm copying off this movie or anything, but uh, Belt Clip Discman is the name of my new lo-fi indie band and I don't want anybody to think that I watched this movie and came up with the title it's been belt clip disc man it's been that way uh, for a while now we just haven't released any EPs or anything yet yeah it's their work it's a work in progress you know you can't rush art um Chinese democracy took like 37 years be on the lookout on your SoundClouds your Spotify's uh for, for belt clip disc man Mm-hmm. Your MySpaces. Yeah, please, please, if you can. 
Make us your, like, the song that plays when you go on your MySpace. Put us in your top eight. Um, I don't know why, but I've uh, movies have made me always want to live somewhere that, like, the elevator to the place that I live is this oh, open when, uh, service elevator. I've been on, have you ever been on one? I have, because no. uh, uh, the, the guys I'm friends with that are in a band, they're rehearsal space. The load-in. Uh, oh, yeah, they have one of those. That's right, I remember that. Place. So I've, been, I've helped load in some stuff once or twice over there. And, uh, yeah, so I've been on one, and it was pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. I've also always wanted to live in a place because of movies where, like, you don't really have a front door necessarily. Your front door is the elevator. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's, in, when you think about it, it's a weird well, concept. I mean, Adam, live your dream. If this is the things you want in your life, go out and get it. Yeah, I should. I'm going to, I'm going to go rent and, a loft go and in put York, some beadboard up Boston. around in that bathroom with the toilet out next to the beds. Go, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. A couple throw pillows. Make, make, make the flap nice. house a flap home. Really? Exactly. Um, they, um, he, uh, Specker sends uh, beat cops up to, to the different buildings to uh, talk to the landlords if there's any plumbing problems because of a hunch he has. Um, he sends the one cop off, and the cop comes back like 30 seconds later and has already had already made it up to the fourth floor to talk to a lady who's... I like to, I like to think that he got lucky and that woman just, she just said, I live on the fourth floor. Yeah. Um. So we. Uh, yeah, because next is they're in the hospital, right? It's we do we see the hospital or the flashback first. The. I think you see yeah, the hospital, I have notes about, and then you don't you don't see the you don't yeah, see I the flashback about who, until who, about they, Ivan's, um, who bandaged Ivan's butt after this. So we go to the hospital. What do you think? Before we get to your line that you're like, what do you think happened to that nun? She got like a puncture wound in her oh, face, I don't right? Know. Yeah, she got fucked up. Boston's uh, a okay, what's, what's, your, what's your line? I think I know your line, but if the town if the town has taught us anything, it's Boston is a hard place. Um, I love the line when the bartender comes and brings them their clothes, and he's like cursing, and then he leaves, and like they're playing slapsies. With a kid, with like a like what appears to be a, a cancer kid, um, but uh, when the bartender is cursing and he leaves, uh, Connor like turns back to the kid and goes, "None of that cursing was directed towards you." Yeah, that's what I figured you were talking about. <laughs> and it all it's such like it's such a throwaway line, but for some reason it makes me laugh every time. Um, so, um, we go to the flashback of what happened. Who says something about sucking dick? Sucking so much dick. Oh, like he says to one of the brothers says to the Russians that their mother sucks so much dick that her head looks like an egg. No, that's oh, Rocco. wait, where where the fuck? Who does Rocco say that to? Because I actually have a I have a note about that line because there's a little ADR. Is it ADR when the with the where like you go back and you like record audio? Oh like uh no, it's um Mm, it's an abbreviation. I mean, it's like, like fuck. Oh, it's like oh, it's, uh, 
Fuck, I don't know. I don't think it's ADR. Whatever it is, it's basically when the when the when the audio doesn't match what's happening on screen. Um, but there's a little mistake here because Rocco um, is saying something about like he, something about the the Russians' mom sucking so much dick, her face looks like an egg, or something like that. Um, and while this is happening, the uh, Ivan Chekhov punches Rocco in the face, and he falls to the ground. But like when he's doing this the audio of what Rocco is still playing. So like he's getting punched in the face while saying this insult and it doesn't match up because if he was, if you know what I'm saying, if, if he got hit in the face while he was saying it, he would have been in or he would have stopped. I'm assuming. Um, oh, it's at the bar, there's a, it? there's literally no, okay, okay. yeah, they're at the bar. There's, there's literally no break in the dialogue while Rocco is getting um, punched in the face. How do you, and it always what, bothers what does that me. even mean? Though, how, how does your head look like an egg from sucking so much dick? Like, would your head... Uh, o- like, why would your head oval? It, I don't know. So he's, no, it doesn't say your head looks like... Your face looks like an egg. Which makes even less sense to me, actually. Either way, it doesn't make sense. I don't fucking know. I didn't watch... I, I didn't watch this movie. Um, <laughs> I love when they're um, when they're fighting with the Russians in the bar. I love the bartender in the background, shadow bartender. Uh, yeah. Um, I have a note here. Uh, the uh, boots and bathrobes is uh, belt clip. Yeah, it's solid. Uh, this man's first like upcoming EP. So just a plug there. Um, like. Mm. So the Russians are bandaged, bandaged up. Ivan's butt is bandaged from when he was burned. He tied him down and burned his butt with liquor, which is bizarre to me. Um, but who bandaged yeah. his butt up? Like, what was the process after they left the bar? Um, hey, who? More importantly, who bandaged up his ass? But then he left the yeah. pants that were burned. Well, on? you can't. You don't want the 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 newly drying cast rubbing up against material. Um. That's true. So the, the the Russians burst into the the apartment and take uh, Murph uh, out to shoot him after handcuffing Connor to the toilet, saying like, "I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to kill your brother." If they were so fucking like vindictive, why wouldn't they shoot Murphy in front of Connor and make him watch? Why would they take him outside? Yeah. Uh, protocol. Uh, anyway, uh, they end up. One, uh, it's bad luck to kill oh, Irishman fuck, off the Right, I forgot about Russian Orthodox. You forgot about Russian. End up defeating the Russians by dropping <laughs> toilets and Irishmen onto them. Um, which is another. Here's another thing that I don't find believable. Um, I feel like that that fall should have maybe right, fucked jumped, him up I more. Right, when he jumped, I forgot. That like the, the how that played out. And I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna jump into a dumpster. He just jumps on a guy. No, he fucking hits that fucking dude. Yeah, he so hits who, that wait, fucking who dude. Died? The, the, um, the Russian or or Connor? Both of them technically should have. I think. Um, anyway, Probably both of them. Yeah, but like, so like, yeah, because he says like they're on the like they're at least on the fifth floor. 
So this building has at least five I would guess, stories. I, I would guess the Dark Knight told the fifth. The Dark Knight. Like, that's like so the the roof of a five. I, yeah. I, I I'm not guessing that they're uh, uh, there's people above them. Yeah, Dark Knight taught us that like you can drop somebody from like a three story uh, fire escape and just break their legs. Um, so I would assume that um, jumping off a five story building to basically to to the concrete um, would well, probably fucking kill you. Um, but I mean, in all fairness, he, he does. He, yeah, the Russian broke his fall. Um, which is another thing that always bugs me in movies when like someone's falling from a really big height. And then they catch someone catches them right before they hit the ground. Like, mm, no. Like, I get it. It's always like superhero movies and shit, but I'm always like, no. That's not how that works. That's a, there's inertia at play. Um, they, uh, so yeah, they, we see the whole, they, they tell the whole story of what happened to, um, Willem Dafoe in the interrogation room. Um, they tell them that they're not charging them. They're, char- you know, self-defense. Um, and uh, they're talking about how, like, they, they don't want to talk to the press. And uh, they're like, is, do you guys, he's like, is it cool if we just stay here? And the one cop's like, oh, yeah, totally. We got some extra cells that you can stay in. And then we get the line of it. It's like, it's okay with me if you're friends. It's okay but with me the if you're friends. But then the cop's face gets really weird. Like, in, like, like um, what, what am I thinking? Oh, uh. Uh, you know in a Goofy movie when Goofy gets embarrassed because of like, the woman, he kind of like, like oh, he's yeah. like kind of pulling his nose down and does like a weird yeah, yeah he's like that's kind of what the cop does. <laughs> um, they yeah. then go on to have just, I'm tired of this trope in movies uh, simultaneous leaking roof dreams I'm so sick. Yeah, it's the worst. Of two brothers. Just if you see two brothers Fucking... in a movie, we're probably going to see it next week. Just a spoiler alert. You see two brothers in a room together yeah. sleeping. Then you're like, "All right, where's the leaky roof? Where's the simultaneous?" That's just that, dude. Like, like just quick think cut of the dreams. That... Think of the movies that we've mm. covered that have had Toy Story Four, right. Spice World. Um. Do the right thing. I mean, it's all almost, of them had we leaky almost roof. should uh, rename the podcast uh, "Summer Movies," including leaky, the leaky roof, roof simultaneous dreams club. It's a bit wordy, but it's more accurate. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. quality. It's, it's um, quality over quantity. Um, exactly. I I, uh, I have a note. Um, there's and. History has showed us that there's nothing more dangerous than someone who thinks they're doing oh, wait, something in the are, name are of you, God. I just want to talk real quick before we, we get into the way Norman Reedus puts a shirt on. Oh, okay, good. Oh, that's like my, my next note. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, like history, movies and history have showed us that there is nothing nothing more dangerous than a person who thinks that they're doing something in the name of God because the, like everything that they do is then justified in their eyes. Um, uh, I mean, fuck, wars have been fought over years because of someone thought that, you know, God was on their side. Um, um, the 
right. War of 1812. The French and Indian War. And whatever was going on when they fought at the Alamo. I don't know what. I think it was the... Uh, fuck, what is it called? Not American-Mexican War. The... Uh, I don't know. That was. I think that would have to do with Texas independence. Actually, yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Who cares about, cares about yeah. the Alamo? I f- yeah. I, I forgot we, about it long ago. We forgot about I, it. Am I right? Nine eleven too. Yeah. I don't even um, know what that is. If you tell me to remember something or not um, forget it, I'm going to forget it. Right out. Like you're right. chasing it basically. Yeah, it's just, it goes in right one in year. I just remember I went. Years. I got off half of a day. Um, but I think let's talk there was about some snow or something. I don't know. Seems early in September, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, let's let's talk about the main point of this movie, and it's how awesome yeah, it's, Norman Reedus can put on a t-shirt. I can't even think. Of, I can't even picture it in my mind I, right now, but I, I'm still like thrown off by it. I can I can because I taught. Oh, yeah? I taught myself how to do it. Um. Yeah. Um. So basically, what he does is he pulls the shirt over his head, and then pulls the shirt down all the way. So basically, mm-hmm. his head is in the is in the proper hole, and the shirt is pulled all the way down with his arms mm-hmm. at his side, sides, and then he basically rolls his arms up over mm. his chest and out his sleeves. And it's it's fucking <laughs> bananas when you watch him do it. And I I was like, that's fucking awesome i remember like after watching this movie it's like after you watch pool hall junkies you have to you have to try to do that shot of the uh fucking christopher walken and um the dude do the dude then does one-handed I've everybody who's ever watched pool hall so junkies then goes long. and tries that fucking shot yeah um but after watching boondock saints i tried for like 20 minutes to, to put a t-shirt they, on. Like, there's Norman something Reedus about does. like they both dress the same but they make clothes cool like they make pea coats Looks so fucking cool in this movie. Uh, yeah, the, I I I I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to wear a rosary after I first watched this movie. I'd be lying. I didn't want to fucking wear a rosary. Now um, I don't know what to believe. Let's um, yeah, seriously. Um, let's talk about the probably the biggest name in this movie. Um, aside Mr. from Willem Dafoe, Mr. Ronald Jeremy, Ron Jeremy, he's been canceled. Did he rape some yeah, people? Like, I think he raped some people. You shouldn't slinger too long on Ron Jeremy. Did he rape some people? I think he raped people. Did he rape people? I need a. I need an update. You got to do. You just got to check every day. Canceled. I go to because the list every morning. See so who who do we not talk about today? It. Nah, like I got. I need a list because it's getting. I've, I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've forgotten half the people on this list. That uh, most recently, all I remember is uh, Marilyn they tried canceling Jeremy Eminem the other day, I think, and Eminem fans were like, "Fuck you!" Oh yeah, I saw that. Like Eminem, they tried to cancel Eminem, and his yeah, response was just can't. a diss track. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, that's how I, like it's how it works. If another rapper try, if another rapper disses you. You diss them back. Like if they, they could not cancel Eminem in 1999, yeah. you're not doing it now. Uh, more than a dozen women have publicly accused yeah. Jeremy of sexual assault over the years. Oh, oh, hmm. 
Why'd they cancel it? Why'd they try I'm going to say a very upsetting sentence right now. <laughs> Several of the allegations relate to his appearances at fan conventions, alleging that he would grope and insert his fingers into attendees. <laughs> Sexual assault is not okay, people. It's Ron Jeremy. Like, Ron Je- like looking at Ron Jeremy... Like, oh, yeah. he looks like a he's creep. got that dong, man. Oh, he's got that ben. dick. Hey, stop talking about Ron Jeremy. <laughs> That's Ron Jeremy on the screen right now. Hey, hey, right, yeah. In case anybody's listening from CPA, uh, it's the Wikipedia page of Ron Jeremy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Um, it's a, it's in the scene with Ron Jeremy where we get um where we get uh, the insignificant. Yeah, both our intros um, came from this that scene. Zach brought up earlier. Oh no, no, because we didn't do the uh, it's a coke thing. <laughs> no, yeah, no, what was mine? Now, was I was going to say I can't remember what my intro. Was. Guy, uh, serial crash person, huge friggin' guy. Um, mm. I am. Um, I was I, when I was watching this, I was thinking like, maybe I don't know what like an Italian American's accent is supposed to sound like, but to me, Papa Joe's accent doesn't sound Italian. To get some to you, maybe it's because we're skewed a little from the, the gangsters at the beginning. Doesn't he seem uh, vaguely Russian? It also might be because I'm playing Grand Theft Auto yeah. Four, no three, no four. Grand Theft Auto 4, and I'm still in the opening phases where I'm strictly dealing with the Russian mafia. So, like, my my uh, mm-hmm. organized crime, like, you sh- you're just coming off of Sopranos. So that's probably another, uh, probably a, a negative for you, because you're you're used to a very specific type of Italian-American gangster. Well, I'm coming yeah. from a Russian gangster uh, mindset, so it, nothing works out for Papa Joe in our, our no, but no, but I, I Papa Joe has always seemed vaguely um, Russian to me. Um, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? What is my note? Um, so we have the I'll have a Coke line. Um, Rocco, where Rocco is the uh, is the funny man. Um, Which is also almost my um, intro was. Some people call me Funny Man. Some people call me Jafar. Yeah. Okay. Funny. Uh, funny Man. You're funny. Um, I, uh, I have a, my note that says, While the wicked stand confounded, call me with the saints surrounded. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck am I taking notes on? Like, I don't know where the fuck that came from. And then I realized what it is is it's oh, the next the scene when the Irish looking to... person to ever sell guns. Yeah, the, yeah, like they're, they're like we need just a stereotypical IRA member. Mm-hmm. Like, can we get a can guy with red a hair? Vest and look a jet like cap? the yep, the guy absolutely. that tries to kill Austin Powers in the bathroom in the first Austin Powers movie. Can he? Can we get that? Guy? Yeah. I was like, yep. <laughs> can we get that one guy? <laughs> Um, it probably is him. Um, 
but uh, it's it's what's written on the wall in the 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 gun locker is while the wicked stand confounded, call me with the saints surrounded. Um, which uh, when we get another um, very quotable line from Wait, the movie, I have a, I have a stupid fucking rope. The amount of payment they drop in front of this Irish guy. You meant just literal yeah, like shopping spree in a weapons room. What would happen if they tried to take that mounted like like would he be like, well, you gave me a couple watches take, like, and the, a money clip. Machine gun? <laughs> you, know, you gave you gave me two you gave me two handguns, a couple watches and a uh, approximately fifteen hundred dollars worth of cash. My son asking for me to beat his ass. He's got. Oh no, never mind. All right, he's all right for now. He's got. He fucking loves the babies. Like, uh, like you know those, dis, like puffs that like dissolve. Um, he he loves those. So he's got the, oh, yeah. the the can of them, and I just heard him ruffling them around. It sounded like he spilled them out, but he was just shaking the thing around. Would you? Go watch your movie. Yeah. Ben, you have a podcast to do about Princess and the Frog tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, you go take be, notes you on your Princess and the Frog notes. movie. It's he's, he's got a mouthful of puffs um, and he's looking at the microphone, so I, I don't know uh, what's going to happen now. Um, bad things. Um, we, we get the... Uh, Oh, excuse me. We get the um, the same bit with the um, uh, with the incident in the alley mm-hmm. where um, shit is about to happen, and then it cuts to a police investigation. Um, but it doesn't cut directly to the police investigation. It cuts to Willem Dafoe being woken up in bed with his gay lover. Um, based on the interaction, like, I, him, call, I wouldn't like, think they're lovers. The, I thought of this more as like this is probably like a one night stand thing. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't um, mean. If there's I no love there, right? then they're I not lovers. I don't. I, Stop cheapening love. Um, I, I don't. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so his 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 one night stand. Um, I love the interaction between them, where like he's trying to cuddle. You know who and, the like, William Defoe you know just reminds smacks me of the shit the, out of him. The one night um, stand guy. Um, what was the character's name on Parks and Recreation? <laughs> No, no, no. He was the gay Asian guy. John Ralphio? He ends up... He oh, ends, spoiler alert. He ends up in the, the last episode when they do the flash forward. He ends up marrying Billy Eichner's character. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway. Continue. Oh. Um... Uh... Oh, I love um, um, when they're they they cut back to uh, pre-violets and they're having like the fight yeah. in the um, in the vent. Like it just, I love movie vents that they're so big that not only can two full-grown adults, it, but they can wrestle. Um, yeah, they can wrestle on it as well. Um, it makes me laugh that like their their whole plan was basically yeah. like I'm curious of what their plan was before it all went to accidental mm-hmm. working. 
excuse excuse me while I uh, um, I pour another Guinness. Uh, I like uh, Greenlee uh, talks about uh, the guy getting a double tap in the back of the head and he smacks the back of his head twice. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a which one is it? That's not Greenlee. It's 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 one of the other detectives. It's not the it's not the which it's next not the detective is, who says symbology. I'd like to announce and it's that not uh, it's I have a one. new Nordic prog rock band called Symbology. Our EP will be released simultaneously with uh, Boots and Bad Rose. Just built. Kind of like um, when Red Eye did a. Uh, 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 so I was like a morning and digital action and digital learn, at, like release them simultaneously. It's that same sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question about the the police investigation. Um, let me first start off by saying um, this movie. Um, I, I have it as a note later on in uh, my notes. Good place to put. Uh, strangely enough. Um, this is your, you reminded me of Austin Powers. Nice. Like, allow myself to introduce myself. Um, my name is Richie, my name is Richie Cunningham, and this is my wife, Oprah. Um, but, um, so this, this movie uses some, some language that is very, um, it's very un PC. Um, in today's day and age, I don't know how. I mean, I was nine years old, so I wasn't really sure if uh, if the words that are used um, were cool back then. Um, Tom Segura has a joke about it, um, uh, but they use the they use the R word, and they also use the F word, but not the F word that you're thinking of, the normal F word. They use the F word in the sense of the derogatory um, term for a gay like- person. Um, oh no! Cause it, uh, one time I think it's okay because <laughs> it's coming from a gay character. Yeah, it's in in in, in that case. It's 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 um um. I I feel like I've seen that a few times too, where like the gay person who's literally like in bed post coital with another gay person. Tells the other tells like one gay person tells the other gay person that they just had sex with to like stop being so gay or something like that. Um, but um, in in the in the police investigation scene, they refer to the boss. Is does he actually does he actually say the word that would no, Willem Dafoe or? Is it he weird? Say, he's, he's trying he means to say fat man but he actually he actually does yeah. say fat man so he yeah. so he actually so actually okay um cool. well not cool um i was always i was always confused on whether or not he actually like i was curious if like he if like he said fat man no cuz you could see the character like Defoe heard like uh, like and that's it. And that's the thing. The other, the other, the the symbology. Yeah, and then well, the film makes reference like, oh, to it, oh. and no one's like, "What are you talking about?" Like the, he's obviously oh. referencing a. He also says he also mentions Freud. 
as meaning like the detective just made a Freudian slip and actually accidentally said fag instead of fat. Mm. No, he no, he did, he said it. Um, oh no, baby. Okay. Oh no. Oh, uh, the Russian mob boss dresses ridiculously. All of them do. And it is. He looks his. He looks it's not just the way he dresses, <laughs> but like his 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 hair. Yeah, he looks out of breath. His 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 physicality. The suit um, the, the, the other guys are wearing well. look very Dick Tracy-ish. Uh, um, but I feel like yeah. later on the Italian gangsters at the poker scene dress a bit over the top too. Or if not the poker scene, then the then yeah, the, the scene um, once they they have them in the basement. Yeah, the one the um, one dude in the poker scene looks like an Elvis. I have to stand right now, so I can't. Um, where am I at? Uh, I would totally buy that Rocco's name is Jafar. Like that's a Jesus good, Christ. Like you don't need to go a different ethnicity, but like if I saw that guy, like and didn't know he was a Rocco, an Italian mob member. Mm. I, I'd be like, okay, I believe that guy's name is Jafar. Yeah. Um, I'm like, sure, at Jafar, point, Jafar it up. The detectives are um, sitting at the bar at in the room and pour drinks from a decanter. And it's very off-putting to mm-hmm. me. Um, not off-putting, like, I, I think it's disgusting. Like, it's very off-putting, like, it throws me off to see a clear liquor in a decanter. Because I feel like that kind of decanter um, is is a as a as a brown liquor kind of thing. I imagine it would be I vodka. I even noticed that they were drinking clear liquor. Russian... But like it's that you know that oh. like kind of decanter, oh, yeah, like the square so. uh, rectangular prism with like the, the yeah. Um, it's 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 yeah. it's a very brown liquor thing to me. So when I see a clear liquor in it, it, it threw me off. Um, they go back mm. to Rocco's and they get drunk. But if they just literally, if they took out, if they did a that '70s show kind of thing where you don't see what they're actually doing, if you had told me, asked me if they were getting drunk mm. or high, I would have guessed high. They just seem like they're high. Mm. Yeah. Um. We get the line. He's like, he's like, we're like Seven Eleven. He's like, we're we're always open, but not, we're not uh, always. I have a question for you. We're always open. With, what had more impact, like physical impact, um, the deer hitting the car and get out, or the gun, the bullet hitting the cat? The, well, I mean, the cat. The cat ceases to be a cat and just it basically the cat separates into its basic elements and realigns it. Get out. It seems like God. At least the deer was in the car. Like that's how it like Like, there's no imagine if you imagine hitting a deer like and it like I would imagine it like goes up and maybe like rolls up over the hood or something. That deer bounces off of that car. Into the woods. No. Um, 
I just imagine like like God's like sitting there like eating a sandwich and the deer is like trying to get a bit and then God just like smacks the deer away and the deer just flies um, into the car from get out. The next morning. That, that's how my mind okay. works. Rocco and Connor go out. Um have a cigarette. Do bros light other c- bros cigarettes in their mouth for them? Is that like a bro thing? I feel like the complete opposite would be yes. a bro thing. <laughs> like, it, like, I feel like there would be an express bro rule about lighting your other bro's cigarette in your mouth. Like, if you need to light a cigarette for a bro, you would do it. Oh, he puts wait, two he cigarettes lights, in his mouth. Lights two cigarettes in his lights, mouth and hands them to Rocco. Them and then gives one to Rocco. Oh, that's weird. If you were lighting a cigarette for a yeah, bro, weird. I imagine you would butt, like butt end it. Well, not butt end, but you know what I mean. Like, um, I guess there, no, you still put um, your friend's there, cigarette there's in your some, mouth. You just, there's, there's some weird. Um, there's some some weird boundaries uh, going on with these brothers because like they shit in front of each other, they shower in front of each other, they light their friend's cigarette in their mouth. Where m- movies have uh, taught me that that's how this that's how like the cool guy lights a cigarette for a girl. Um, yeah, I never I didn't notice that. That's fucking weird. I thought you were saying is the bro thing like if like you're smoking a cigarette and I'm smoking a cigarette and I light my cigarette no. and then put my lighter over to you so you could light your no, cigarette was, off of my flame. I thought that's what you were mouth. talking about. I'm like, yeah, Lights that's normal. Like, I've... And then gives one of the cigarettes to Rocco. Uh, but then in the next... Yeah, I never noticed that. That's the next scene weird. where the, the brothers are uh, in the apartment alone, uh, uh, Murphy lights a cigarette on the stove which is fucking badass. Like yeah. the only reason I've ever wanted a gas stove. Yeah, yeah I have a electric stove. I, I feel like I might have had one stove. in college, but I couldn't smoke in the apartment. But yeah, it's fucking badass. Um, yeah. Where are we at? Oh, uh, Rocco comes in again. We don't see the crime yet. We see the aftermath of the crime. Uh, Rocco comes in. The the woman that he's do we get a name on her? Uh, I can't remember. I I know he says it, but he, I know that her name is yeah. I've been shut the said because like she Ray, says something Ray, and like Rocco. Ray. Yeah, Rocco like he, like, pulls her, his yeah. hair back Ray, out of like, his face. So. <laughs> Shut your fat ass, Raven. Like, shut your, he, yeah. shut your fat um, ass. Up. But he comes rushing in. Uh, he's like, "We gotta go." He packs an iron, which at the time I was like, "I like that he's packed." Later on, yeah, it, it comes in handy. They use that iron. That's that's fucking like I feel like yeah. that's like a like a thing. Like the director's like the director's like, "Let's have him grab an iron." It's because he's fucking random as shit, and people laugh like, "Look at him! Look at this idiot grabbing an iron." And then we'll write a scene where they use the iron later. Um, yeah. Right along. Uh, 
the next um what when do we see what he does at the diner at the deli because my next note is about him at the oh no my next note is about him at the, at the deli um they, we, we go to see what Rocco did. He killed... Were they two low-level associates that I just heard? Yeah, I think they were, like... Because so, Rocco... Rocco's, like, not even on, like, the radar of the mob. Um, he works for them, but he's, like... He's he's so low on the to- low man on the totem pole... That he doesn't matter. I believe uh, these two so guys are like soldiers. Like flipping out and killing them? Why does he shoot through the coat? Um, I, I have a question because now they start um, planning to kill Ron Jeremy's character. Mm-hmm. And Rocco mentions that he goes to the same strip club the same time every week <laughs> and jerks off to a stripper and never misses. Like the wording of it, I'm assuming he means he never misses uh, his appointment. The appointment, but it also could mean that he, like, is he coming on the the stripper? Like he's got an impeccable coming. He's he's like a sniper. What is it? Oh no! Cause I'll get to it. I'll get to it later. Because keep in mind that that Ron Jeremy does this every week at the same time. Keep that yeah. in mind for later. Um. Uh, the dancer looks like Chris Jenner. Yeah, a little bit. It's weird. Um, they go. <laughs> so we, we cut to them investigating this crime, and it's during this investigation that Willem Dafoe's character learns that there was a shooting of some wise guys earlier. Children never have them. Yeah. Um, so they go to the deli slash bar to investigate. And I notice when they're at, at the deli that this uh, Italian mob like hangout that's a deli and a bar somehow um, has mm-hmm. papaya juice. Hear that? There's a, there's a whole list of fruit juices they have. So I thought, like, this is a classic place. Um, I can't think of any anything. I don't even think I've ever had papaya juice. I mean, you have passion fruit too. If you've had passion fruit, oh, there you go. It depends. It all depends on what you're looking. For. Yeah, that um, that um that when the the place that they're at, whatever it is, like you know, it kind of it makes me wish that like it makes me wish like places like that like existed near me. Like I'm a, like mob hangouts. No, just like the the type of venue, um, like we're both big, really big fans of uh, really big, really big fans, really big fans of Bob's Burgers, um, and if you ever like when you're when you're watching Bob's Burgers, if you're ever paying attention to like the menu board, um, in the place it says like how much like you know it's like for, oh 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 god. Like, oh my Jesus! Yeah, on, I hear yeah the on, prices of the on the menu board, like they have a price for beer, 
Like, I wish a Bob's Burgers pl- type place existed near me. Like, I, I could just go in, like, just like a, a, a random mom and pop, a random mom and pop burger place that has beer. Like, I, like, I, um, there's a, um, goddamn draconian a, Pennsylvania liquor laws. There's a, a fairly, um, at least, at least, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a fairly well known um, cheesesteak place in Philadelphia called um, Delisandros. Um, I, for the life of me, I can't remember. I can't remember where it is. I've been there once. Um, I had to. I forget. I forget what I was doing. That I then on the way back, I picked up Delisandros cheesesteaks for dinner at my wife's. Um, at my mother-in-law's house the one time. Um, but when I went to pick up the cheesesteaks, like you could go in and whatever, I can't remember what the, what the deal was, but it seemed like a pretty, a fair, pretty fair price. You get like a cheesesteak and a beer. Like they had, like you could go in and get a, um, I think specifically. That sounds like a city special to me. Yeah. Um, Specifically, the I think the uh, the 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 special that they were running was like for, let's say it was like like eight dollars. For eight dollars, you get a cheesesteak and a Peroni, which is a Italian beer. Um, gross Italian beer. No, it's not bad. It's oh, not right. say gross. I yeah. had one in uh, Disney, in the Italian pavilion. Yeah. Fucking gross. No, I don't think it's that bad. Um, it's not my first choice, but, um, I, for Italian I, I, beers. I, what's your first choice for Italian beers? Um, Pabst Blue Ribbon. I like a um, Miller Lite. <laughs> that was, that was racist. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know I've had Peronis over the day, over the years, a couple over the years. Um, and I don't hate them, but I, I'm like, I'm not going to go out of my way to drink a Peroni. Like, uh, I didn't like it so much that when I went to Disney World again in Epcot, I got, like, wine in Italy. Or, or not, was it wine or champagne? I don't know. Something not, not a beer. I'll say, I don't know. Um, yeah, that like, seems like a cool, like, I would, I'm down with a place where I can go in and get, like, like a, like a really good Italian hoagie and a beer. I'm down with that. I mean, I got some cold cuts. Just come over. I got, it's true. I got some salami, some tavern ham, some uh, homestyle turkey. Mm. Some homestyle uh, homestyle turkey is the best kind of turkey. Uh, ground stone ground mustard. Mm. I got uh, a, various vinegars and oils. There's a um, there's a, a farmers market right by my house. They um, they have like a deli counter, and um, they'll make they make like they make sandwiches, but they um the they have this like you can go and get this turkey where literally what they do is they make like a turkey, like Thanksgiving turkey, mm-hmm. and then they just cut the breast out and then shave the breast as it, like they slice the breast like lunch meat, um, and it is it is the the best Jesus, the best lunch meat turkey I've ever had. Hello. Uh, hold on a second. 
So what, what were we talking about? Um, uh, I was talking about the the last thing I said. Uh, the last thing I said was the uh, farmers market by me has really good turkey. Um. All right. Uh, we'll come back in a second. Uh, in a second, I'll uh, I'll say something uh, about the baby, and then I want to get into the next murder plan. Mm-hmm. Come back in at fifty. Sounds good. Really big baby needs milk. Show big show milk. Hey guys, sorry, I had to take a break. Babies, it turns out. If you don't feed them for hours, they get like super cranky. Uh, so I had to make a bottle real quick, but we're back. And I'm going to talk about how they now start planning to kill this guy Rocco dealt with one time. who killed the whole family. was very cold about it. And they're able to plan this because just like Vincenzo, he adheres to a very strict and rigid schedule. So Vincenzo goes to the same strip club every week, the same day, the same time, the same stripper. This guy has a poker game every week, same time, same place. If you're a hardened criminal, uh, it's always very wise to make yourself easily apprehendable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's good to see that this, the Italian mafia in this movie is, is adhering to this just as strict and rigid uh, principles as the schedules of these gangsters. Yeah. Um, to go in through the garage um, where there is enough wood to light a thousand fireplaces. Did you notice? Well, Yes, I did. And I feel like if you have a fireplace, you always have just an obscene amount of wood. This is an obscene. This is an entire like three car garage length. Like piled up like nine or ten. Not, more than that, probably like maybe 15 uh, logs high. Like, this guy was like, I'm going to buy all the wood I'm ever going to need now and then not have to worry about it later. Maybe they just had a tree on the property cut down. Maybe. You didn't think about that, did you? Uh, No, I didn't, Adam. You know what? To be fair, no, I didn't. Um, This is the best recreation of the crime uh, scene, like the investigation with Defoe uh, a part of it. That's the difference here. And it, it kind of plays into the character change that happens after this. Um, where he's a part of it in this uh, recreation instead of just re- like figuring it out. Um, yeah. Which leads to the conflicts with his, his character as we go on. Um, I'm a little... We haven't talked about Duce. Yeah, I'm a little put off by the fact that he's supposed to be this hardened killer. And he's pointing guns right at them. Like, they're standing still for a good portion of it. Just, like, yeah. the three of them. And he's just walking along firing and is not... 
Like he hits them. He takes off Rocco's finger, which literally could just be. I could fire a gun a hundred times, and maybe one of the hundred times, if like someone's like if I'm firing a gun towards someone, and they're waving their hands around, I one out of a hundred times I might hit their finger. Yeah. Um. Uh, he hits. Uh, he hits both brothers, doesn't he? It's like one in each shoulder and one in the leg. Probably like that, yeah. Um, but like he's a hardened killer. Like he shouldn't. He'd just be putting them down. He should have better aim. Yeah. Um. He's he's a big he's a big proponent of the uh, the spray and pray method. We net we we get um the next just. William Defoe's belt accessory game in this movie is top notch. Like I, I feel like it's a normal belt accessory for a police officer, but to to partner the the disc man with the rubber glove dispenser, yeah, it's just I don't know if you can hear this, but probably not over the baby. No, I shut up. I was, yeah, I'm assuming you chef kissed. I chef kissed. Um, so, uh, what about, uh, yeah, so the next scene, it turns out it was a good thing Rocco brought his iron. Um, when you're, we had talked yeah, about it, but yeah, this I is where, like, I feel like, I feel like you're, you're skipping over, like, one of the greatest parts of the entire movie. What's that? You're skipping over. You're skipping over the. There was a fire oh, fight. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that should have been uh, uh, just like uh, lumped in with my uh, uh, admiration for the scene in general. Yeah. I like the fact that, like, when uh, <laughs> I like the fact that while like the firefight is going on, and William Defoe is like recounting it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. he's just firing his weapon into the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a resident, like, mm-hmm. this This street has had enough, this street, is, this neighborhood has been rocked by violence enough tonight, today. So, we, Willem Dafoe just firing his gun into the air wildly is just amazing. Uh, we, we get a scene after this at some point where he's fingerprinting Rocco's finger. Uh, and we get this beautiful shot of just all this 1999 technology. Yeah. Like a scanner and like a dialogue computer. It's like a tough book. Oh, yeah, let it's me ask you a question. Since we're talking about computers. When, if you had to guess a year, I, I, if you remember the exact year, I would be blown away, more than impressed, blown away. But if you had to guess... As a family, the Weiss family, what year did we get Wi-Fi? Not internet, Wi-Fi. I I don't know. Because I don't remember having Wi-Fi at the house before I went to college. Which was in two thousand eight, and so it was probably um, 
it was probably around 2008-ish because I graduated in 2008. And um, when I graduated, mom and dad got me a laptop. Mm. And See, I, I didn't have a laptop. I didn't get a laptop when I graduated. I got money. They, they offered me money or a laptop. Did they offer, give yeah. me the same offer? Yeah, I took the I, I took the um, the laptop. So I didn't get a laptop until I went to college. Um, which then I went to college and had Wi-Fi there. So and, and my wife says she had it in like eighth grade, and I was like, I was doing book reports with a CD-ROM <laughs> encyclopedia, and she's like, that's just not right. <laughs> Like, what had, happened? She had, wait, no. She had Wi-Fi when she was in the eighth grade. They were very her her stepdad was very like like spending all the money, not all the money, but whatever the new technology was. Everyone's gonna get a MacBook. Okay. And everyone's like, gonna we're gonna have one of those iMacs with like the colored like, like you know, like the, the top, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, 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 he very heavily invested in tech and the, the the newest technologies and everything. When how how I how old's Becky? I mean, at this point, who knows? You know? No, she's a she's a year. She's I was born in December. She was born in July of the following year. So she's. Less than ten months. She's like eight months younger than me. So she was born in eighty-eight. I was not trying to give her age, but yeah, yes, she was. I born don't. She's not my wife. I don't give a shit. Um, she was born in eighty-eight. I was born in ninety. I was in. I was in eighth grade in like oh three. Because I started high school in oh four. Yeah, she would have been, she was a year school-wise behind me. So she would have been in eighth grade in 2001 because I was a freshman in high school in September of 2001. They had Wi-Fi? Like, Wi-Fi was a thing in 2001? I don't, you know what, if I can be completely honest with you, I'm not sure she knows what she's talking about when she says Wi-Fi because it seemed very much like she didn't think I had internet until I went to college. And I had to explain to her, I had internet, it just had a wire attached to it. But she said they always had laptops and and that kind of stuff. So, like... Apparently, according to Google, Wi-Fi was invented and first released for consumers in 1997. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't great Wi-Fi. No one cares. You didn't even watch the movie. You were sleeping. She was actually at my house. She watched it with me. Then who was I holding and typing yeah. around? No, I mean she was. She that's why she was sleeping, like because she had already seen it with me. No, oh, okay. So she was like, "Oh, okay. I don't, it's this fucking movie again. I gotta watch. It. I can go to sleep." Yeah, so check taking notes was sleeping baby on the nerve in your arm that makes your arm tangle. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's get back to that cauterizing scene because it's badass. Cauterizing wounds with an iron is badass. Mm -hmm. Especially if you remember that iron in a panic. It makes it even more... Mm -hmm. 
Um, like, oh shit, he's good to have around. Who? Where are they in that scene? No fucking clue. Whose apartment is that? No fucking clue. I was thinking that myself. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we see all this beautiful 1999 tech. He figures out who it is. Uh, he's conflicted because he agrees with them. Um, and then he goes to a uh, a three three uh, uh, what would you would call it? a confessional booth with three doors instead, like uh, three compartments instead of two, which is how uh, I always pictured. No, I've, I've seen I've seen confessionals with three booths. It's the priest in the middle, and then a person on. Well, yeah, I, I imagine it, it helps with expediting the process. But because um, you can load in in both sides, but I just I just never pictured a, a three person like it's there's it's like there's one more confessional booth than there should be, just like there's one more detectives than there should be. Yeah, there's um, a booth for each detective. Uh, uh, they get captured. They're in the basement. Rocco gets <laughs> finger shot. He's just losing fingers left and right. Oh, that's right. They do, they do shoot off another finger. And, and it might be literally he might lose a finger on his left and a finger on his right. Um, I, uh, this movie made me realize I wish I spoke uh, fluent Italian just so I could go like go into outbursts in Italian. Uh, like just like I'm speaking English and then something pisses me off and then I just switch to angry like like fuck it because uh what's uh, Papa Joe does it like <laughs> throughout the movie but like I, I I made note of it at this point like you just speak English and it's like you just yelling in Italian. Which I, mm-hmm. I wish I had that ability. I wish that was my. If I was an X Man, I wish I would wish that was my mutant power. Just the ability to, to uh, outburst in Italian. Literally, like, <laughs> no, just like, just fucking like, imagine you're an X Man. One of those X Man, and they're like, "Oh, what's your mutant ability?" And you're like, "I can speak Italian." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Well, what do you learn Italian?" You're like, no, I just like, like, I just kind of like, I woke up. Because do you remember in X-Men they, they go through a, like a mutant puberty? Mm-hmm. Where like they're not mutants and then they're like all of a sudden their body changes and now they're mutants. No. Like I went to bed one night. I woke up the next morning and I could speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would make him an X-Men just for missions they need to go on in Italy. Yeah. They would give him an X-Men name and one of those like full body suits. <laughs> but his X-Men name is just Giuseppe. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like Primavera. It, yeah. <laughs> his his X-Men name is just like Gitano. Like yeah. it's just like a normal Italian name. Um, um anyway. So yeah, I wish I could like outburst an Italian. Um uh, I have problems with the fact that, like, what I don't know, like, when Willem, Willem Dafoe shows up as the, I guess, a hooker, um, and then the 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 guy brings him in, 
Uh, and then they see the other guy, and the guy's like, what are you doing? And he's like, we got some, like, the guys, El Ducha could be outside. He goes, dude, I haven't, I haven't got laid in a week. And he goes, all right, there's a maniacal killer outside, but I, I guess, go ahead. I mean, when you got a nut, you got a nut. Um, I just have a note that just says, Wilhelmina Defoe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, when, and then... Defoe shoots. Oh wow! I literally, I literally only have one note left. Oh, I have, I have a few, not much, but a few. Uh, I, when, I, when, I found a thing where, like, I was just like enjoying the movie right. so much that I forgot to take notes. Uh, when Defoe shoots the monster, his lips he quivers. Like it's not a quiver; it's like he's like going. <laughs> we just can't hear it because yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, the way the whole ending comes together is kind of ridiculous. Like the fact, that, like when, the, like the 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 El Duce comes down to the basement, yeah, and just like all of a sudden now they're father and son. Father, yeah, is it go? Is it? Is it? I know that. Story. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Uh, the press in the courtroom. Now we jump ahead to uh, Papa Joe being on trial. Mm-hmm. Um, the press is kind of just like standing up in a pen off to the side of the courtroom. That's how courtrooms work. I yeah. don't think that's how courtrooms work. That's that's <laughs> my nose specifically. It's I don't have, think that's how courtrooms work. Have you ever been to Boston? No, I haven't. That's true. So don't begin to speak on their judicial system if you've never been there. Um, did they rehearse the speech they give? They had to, yes. Yeah? It's not off the cuff. Yeah, it's um, they all they they had lines. I don't, I don't yeah, they, I don't mean they, the prayer, but I mean like, no, I the, like the, the when they're standing up on the top of the tables. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! But like, uh, people, so they shoot. They shoot what's uh Papa Joe. The the everyone in the courtroom runs out and runs out of the courtroom and then down the hall and then out of the courthouse itself. And reporters are already on the steps wanting comment on the shooting of Papa Joe that just happened. Mm-hmm. How did they know so quick that like a shooting had just occurred. Because gunshots are loud. I'm not willing to buy it. Like they, 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 they know what story they're talking about. I'll allow it. Um, and then you get the uh, it's not a post credit scene, is it? Not like it's not a during credit scene when they're talking to interviewing people. Oh no, that's yeah, that's like during the credits. Oh, is it, I, I like just like the one guy that just goes no comment. Yeah. Like, why is he in there? Yeah. I love that they threw that in there. Uh, um, those boondock saints. So my final note of the movie actually has nothing to do with the movie. Um, I was watching the movie on... Um, I was watching the movie on Amazon Prime. Same. And um, I don't know what happened, but when the movie ended, for some reason, um, Medea's witness protection came on. 
something started playing on mine, and I didn't let it go. So it might have been Medea. I didn't realize it. Hopefully it was Medea. Hopefully. Um, yeah, it was just weird. Medea just started playing. But yeah, all in all, um, I, um, I, I have fond memories of this movie, and it was, uh, it was good. I, I, I miss it. I haven't seen it literally in 10 years. It's a movie that you remember fondly and not be disappointed. Yeah. Um, so save this episode. Rewatch, listen to this episode now. And then on the seventeenth, listen to it again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. What are you watching? Um. Not much. Um. I. I was telling Zach. I tried to. Um, I tried to watch. Um, Uh, sorry, I tried to watch uh, a couple movies after I had watched Boondock Saints on the thing that Zach and I used to stream movies. Uh, the first one I tried to watch, I thought I I saw I I had seen a commercial the night prior at work, and I thought that I no, it wasn't a commercial. It was a um, they were talking to Tom Holland on the news about the movie. Um, he has a movie coming out called Cherry. That I want to see, um, and I assumed that from they're like, oh, they're talking to Tom Holland on the news about that movie. The movie must be out. It's not, so I couldn't watch that. Um, I tried to watch that movie Songbird, the Michael Bay COVID movie. Oh right, yeah. Um, couldn't find a stream of that. Um, so really, all I've been watching is um, is uh, is Sopranos. Um, How far so I, are you? I just started season six, which is the final season today. All right, so and remind me. All I, all I can say is fuck Johnny Sachs. I hope he rots in jail. Remind me what happens at the end of season five. Spoiler. Um, season five. Spoiler. Season five ends with Adriana and Steve Buscemi getting killed. Okay. And and then season five, literally season five ends. With Tony talking to Johnny Sachs at his house, and Johnny Sachs like Tony like Tony just like runs away. Oh right, right, right. And yeah. Then, like Johnny Sachs turns around and like the FBI is like storming his fucking property. Um. So yeah, so season five ends. Adriana gets killed. Uh, Steve Buscemi gets killed, and Johnny Sachs gets uh arrested. Wait, that's you going into the last season? Johnny Sachs just got arrested. Yeah, I feel like so much fucking shit happens after Johnny Sachs gets arrested. Like, can't well, imagine. The, the final season is also longer than the other seasons. How, how many episodes? The seasons are normally th- like thirteen episodes. Season six is like at least twenty. Oh, uh, they probably split it into two tens. They did, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I, what have you been? What have you been watching, Zach? Um, up until yesterday night. Which is generally referred to as last night. Um, yeah, I really didn't have anything to, to talk about and up except for uh, my anticipated talking about the Wandavision finale, which we're going to do in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so we last night was family movie night. It was my movie. I chose Muppet Treasure Island. Solid. Uh, we watched it. 
the kids went upstairs to, to play their various video games and YouTubes. Um, me and my wife were talking about what we're going to watch. We had started a documentary last week on Netflix about crack. Solid. Uh, but we were about a half hour away from finishing it when she ended up taking the kids to bed. So mm-hmm. we were going... To, I, was, I had um, pulled up Netflix and was getting to uh, the documentary about crack to finish it when my son... Benjamin came up and said, night, 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 and grabbed my wife's hand. So she took him to bed, knowing my wife, who said, I'll be out as soon as you sleep. I knew she wasn't going to come back out. So I started just flipping through Netflix, just seeing what was on the screen. And I came across Survivor. Like the game the, show? The, yes, the reality game show. Um, That's right. And I was like, what Survivor is on here? Because I was interested to see if they had like season one, which is because mm-hmm. I watched season one and two uh, weekly. Like, I, I was a weekly watcher of that show. So I go in and they have season 28. Because oh, wow. here's the thing here's the thing uh, they have two seasons season 28 and season 20. Which do you think they. Offer to you first. Uh, well, obviously, season twenty because it's sequential. No, it's season twenty-eight. So, oh, just sense. sitting on the 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 thing, like as Netflix does, just sitting on the uh, screen cap, it started playing like you know, like the trailer or whatever. Um, and if it doesn't mm. have a trailer, it just starts playing a thing. And in this, in season 28 of Survivor, they split the tribes in the, the, the contestants into three different tribes out the gate based on the skills you need to succeed in Survivor, which are mm-hmm. beauty, brawn, and brains. So I started watching just like the little screen like shot thing that they show you of, of like the introduction of the tribes. I'm like, I'm kind of curious as to, as to how this goes. And I've now watched 10 episodes of season 28 of survivor. Jesus Christ. Um, and this is since last night. And my, my, my daughter, my older daughter is actually getting into it. She's like this morning. She asked me if one of the girls got voted off. Um, <laughs> It's a bonkers season. If I were just based on what I know of the survivor formula, like uh, the one, the, the brain tribe, the smart people are just awful, like terrible, not, not like awful people, but just terrible as players and as a tribe. One girl gets yes. angry and dumps all of the rice into the fire. Like it's bonkers. Like, like you do. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm very much into it, and as soon as I'm done season 28, I'm probably going to go watch the other season. And when I've done that, I might go on to other methods of watching things, watch other seasons, because it's a good, like they they you, you burn through them. Yeah, um, it's not you don't have to think too much because they they're they're not they're not like uh, they're not uh, subtle in their themes mm. and their 
their plot development. So it's it's a nice thing to just like kind of have on. You watch it. You have the people that you kind of like. It's like it's kind of like having a sporting event, like that you could watch week to week, where you're rooting for one thing over the other. Yeah. Even within even within things like like you have you have the tribe the different tribes. So you're you you like one tribe over the other. Then once they all merge in certain challenges, they split them into groups. So then you gotta figure out which group has more people you like over the other group, and then you, you root for that group in that specific challenge. It's I, I understand why this show has forty one seasons. Forty one Jesus. Yeah, they do like Christ. it started in like ninety nine, so they do like like two a year. Jesus. Um but if if we want do you want to do a, a bit about one did you watch one division? I did watch one division. Right, if we wanna take a everybody, if you have not watched the finale in one division, take a few minutes, uh jump ahead a bit to hear words that aren't related to one division. Uh, this week was the finale. Came up quick. Yeah. Uh, of Wandavision, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I um, I feel like the the episode went really quick. Um, I feel yeah, like but the it was also seemed... the longest one, though. Was it? In terms of runtime, yeah. I don't know how. It also is the first one with two. Post credit scene, so I don't know how much that plays into it. But if yeah. you look at what is the listed runtime for each episode on Disney Plus, this one was forty nine minutes, I believe, and last week's was forty six minutes. Did you go back and watch the the post credit scenes on the other episodes? Oh, I, I did. Yeah. Um, what? Um, so I feel like. Overall, it told a complete story in within the proper episode, mm-hmm. like the episode proper, aside from the the post credit scenes. Um, we got some sort of closure on um, everything. What do you make of the mm-hmm. post credit scenes? Uh, specifically, because first off, the first post credit scene where uh, Monica is. Take it into the theater by a scroll. I had to explain what was going on to I because I just watched it with mom and dad, mm. um, and uh, like the, the, it was going on, and like she starts to shapeshift back into the scroll, and I say out loud, "I'm like, oh yeah, you guys aren't going to get this." When, when they say and, somebody wants to talk to her, a friend of her mother's, do they mean Nick Fury? That's what I assume. Because at the end of... Because they mentioned that the, 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 the person that was talked to them is back on their planet. Right? Mm-hmm. And when at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Far From Home, we find out Nick Fury is on the Scroll planet. Yeah. So I'm assuming they mean Nick Fury. That's what I can only imagine. Now, I'm more confused... By the other post credit scene, where Wanda's basically living by herself in a cabin. She's living a normal cabin life, but simultaneously Scarlet Witching. 
almost like, yeah, simultaneously witching it up in the back in the back. And then she hears her children crying out for her. Yeah. Now, uh, I guess second spoiler: if you have watched WandaVision, but you don't want to know what's supposed to be coming up in the MCU, this would be a good time to turn to jump ahead. Everything you read and everything I've seen points that this is supposed to fold right into the, the next Doctor Strange. Yeah, like so much so that like they specifically even mentioned in this episode that like Wanda is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. Like, um, so are we supposed to to take this last the post credit scene as uh, like her quest for her children is going to be her main motivation in a villainous way? I think so. Yeah, like she'll she she sacrificed her family to for the for you know for to to put everything back to normal, and um, I think yeah, like that that's going to be her her motivation for um she, you know it's it's she's she's going to be doing something good but in a bad way. She's she's trying she's just trying to get her family back, but she's gonna you know she's gonna break a few eggs because this goes back to what because it turns out. My thoughts about, or and I'm guessing everybody's thoughts about the fact that Pietro turns up being the Pietro from the X-Men movies was mm. a signifying uh, moment for the multiverse. Yeah. And then it turns out not to be the case because it was just a guy in the town that was under control of Agnes. Yeah. So, are is is this the the entrance into the multiverse where now in some universe these children are real? Yeah, and she is going to try to get to that multiverse or take them from that multiverse, and that's where Doctor Strange comes in. Possibly, yeah. Um. Uh, if you had to give, uh, not to put you on the spot, but if you had to give a a, a grade overall on one division from start to finish, what would you give it? Are we going letter grade or one through ten? Whichever uh, you set the set the standard. Um. I, I might give it like an A minus, B plus. You would go as low as B plus. I would go. My lowest would be an A minus because not this this show. I feel especially. I wished it maintained it more through the series, but those first handful of episodes, maybe the first four, whatever, however many there were, leading up to the one where we step outside the television series. And it's uh, mm-hmm. the story about Monica and, and Darcy and uh, Jimmy Woo. Is that his name? Jimmy Woo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember his first name. Um, where there was this unease and this... I, I spoke about it on the podcast before. Where there was... like It was a sitcom episode with just this underlying feeling of 
uneasiness and something was off and it like that was great television and it really what made me like because remember two weeks ago two or three weeks ago i my what are you watching was like 11 marvel movies um it inspired me to burn through this marvel universe to understand these characters and and uh, their motivations and their histories. So overall, in terms of uh, uh, like in in terms of my influence within a a pop culture sphere, I I, I can't mm-hmm. I can't give this show anything less than an A. Um, mm-hmm. I'm now here's my question: What are your expectations for? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I got, I, I got no expectations for that one. Like, like in terms of you don't know what to expect, or you're not really expecting anything good. I'm not expecting anything. Like good. it's, it's. Um, but here's the thing. Like I, 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 I think I said before, I um, I didn't realize that Falcon and Winter Soldier was a TV. It was a series. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a movie. Um, and I was like, I, cause I don't, I, I don't, I'm not super invested in those two characters. At I don't all. really care about those two characters but all that much. Um, I think I see a so pattern it, in, in Marvel shows. Okay. We're going to get an, a super interesting show. Then we're going to get a Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to get a super interesting show. Then we're gonna get a Marvel show because here's as far as I know, as far as the last I've seen, the way the the Marvel TV universe is shaping up is we got Wandavision, then we got the Falcon and Winter Soldier, then we got Loki, uh-huh. which I yeah. think is gonna be very interesting just based on, like I think it's gonna be interesting in the same way, in a, in a similar way that Wandavision is because Loki's gonna play with realities and timelines and things like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting just solely based on what his capabilities yeah. And then are. after that, I think we get the Hawkeye show. Yeah, like I I'm, I'm not very emotionally invested in um, Falcon or Winter Soldier. Um, so when I thought that it was a movie, I was like alright, I can sit through you know, I've sat through movies that I didn't you know particularly care for or care to sit through um so I was like I could sit through a two hour two and a half hour movie to complete the uh to complete the story um but then I found out it was a series and I was like fuck that means I'm gonna have to sit through like Uh, 10 uh, hours at this point I've invested too many hours to not be a completist so I'm going to watch it but I'm not it's not going to be appointment television let me let me put it this way every thursday night so we're on the east coast in the u.s which means three o'clock a.m for us is midnight on the west coast so generally streaming services will put things out release things at 3 a.m day of release so that it is the day of release for the entire continental U.S. Well, yeah, continental U.S. Hawaii and Alaska are, are 
uh, you know, fuck them. Yeah. But uh, so there was not a Thursday that has gone by in the past few weeks where I've thought to myself, God, like, I know I'm not going to, but I wish I could stay up till three and just watch WandaVision right away. Yeah. That's not going to be the case for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, I hope it becomes. Again, I I didn't think I would get to that point with WandaVision either because I didn't care about. I didn't have any. When I started watching WandaVision, I hadn't even seen an Avengers movie. So I had no connection at all, let alone the second Avengers movie. So I had no connection at all to Wanda and Vision. I watched the the helpful character things they put up on, on Disney Plus. Now they just put up a, a, a Falcon and a Winter Soldier one where they give you oh the, the le- legends the, yeah whatever the legends like, where they run down the characters so you can get caught up. I watched those before I watched WandaVision. Um, mm. so I didn't expect that from WandaVision, but it just seems like WandaVision had right out the gate before you even the the thing that piqued my interest was a concept that I just don't see in. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier just seems like like a Marvel adventure. Yeah, yes. it's like maybe it's like a maybe it'll be like a buddy cop thing, which could would be cool. I'm sure yeah. the dialogue between the two characters will be sharp and and uh, like like biting like dialogue because they've always been like at ends with each other. But I'm not yeah. I'm not expecting the same level of devotion. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I hope I'm, I'm hope we're, I'm hope I'm hoping it, it becomes appointment mm-hmm. television, but I don't I don't I don't anticipate it being and I don't really I'm not going into it thinking it's going to be as good as WandaVision. Right. So uh, so anyway, next week uh, we will be it is our 45th episode. I'm going to uh, should I should I leave it as a uh, if if you know what a 45th episode means? Or should I just if you know if you know what an episode divisible by fifteen yeah. means? Uh, I'll just help. Next week uh, uh, next week as is our tradition for the third uh, time our we'll be having Alex on as our guest and we will be covering stepbrothers, the Will Ferrell uh, John C. Riley. It's gonna be I think we um, we set this up in the first episode, the Pirates of the Caribbean episode that um, Alex was on um, because um, Alex loves Pirates of the Caribbean. Zach, you know, didn't really care for it. So we were trying to figure out a movie that Zach really likes that Alex doesn't really care for. Um, and we'd landed on Step. Oh, Alex doesn't like Step Brothers? Um, Is that what happened? I think that I I think that was the thing. Like he doesn't. He doesn't like really care for it all that much. Oh, no. I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I don't think he cares for it all that much. And I think that was like the I thing. I think that forget. was why we picked Step Brothers. <laughs> you thought we both liked it, and we we're just doing another one we both liked. Um, so next week we'll be doing Step Brothers uh, as our our new uh, helpful uh, trying to get you guys to watch these movies, letting you know where it's streaming. Fubo. Oh, see, I don't. I I got conflicting answers because I looked it up on my computer, and it said Fubo and Amazon. So I looked on Amazon, and it's only available. Yeah, to it'll rent tell you it's Amazon. it's streaming on Amazon if it's rentable on Amazon. 
Well, no. See, that's the thing. On on my on when I looked it up on the computer, it said subscribe, which means if you're subscribed to Amazon Prime, you get the movie. But then when I looked it up on my phone, it said Amazon Prime from two ninety nine. Yeah, when I looked it up, it just said Fubo, and something else, but yeah, like so, like Directv or something like that. Um, so when I so when I looked it up on my computer, it said Fubo and Amazon. When I looked it up on my phone, it said Sling. Uh, it might have been Sling. I, I like I looked at it very briefly. Um, I just saw that it wasn't a major streaming thing. Uh, but anyway, yeah. next week we'll be doing Step Brothers, and then this is uh, we'll be we're going into a little bit of a, a a double dip on guest episodes. We're gonna have Alex on next week, talk about Step Brothers, and then the following week we're gonna have a new very special guest. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They're back to back. And then we're all leading up to because um, I, I believe we have we have next week. We have guests the next two weeks. Let me pull up my list. Um, Guests the next two weeks. And then we have one more movie where you and I will be alone uh, discussing sexually. Um, (laughs) And then we're going to get into a a bit of a... Could be a terrible month, (laughs) depending on how things pan out. is it yeah, April? We're taking a we're taking a, yeah yeah April 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 has got us all sitting on pins and needles. April could either be good movie discussion or us talking about nothing movies. We'll see, but we'll we'll clue you guys into that as we get closer. Um, Adam, if you want to do the plugs, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like we always say, follow us on the Twitter machines at Summer Movie CLU, and then the number one. Um, let us know what your favorite season of Survivor mm-hmm. was. Um, yeah, because I'm going to be. Know I, your I, I have two play- seasons locked in, and then I'm going to be looking. Hey, let us let let us know. Because um, here's the thing: know what season of Survivor you should watch after twenty? The other 20. season twenty is heroes versus villains, which I believe they they bring Ooh. people back from previous seasons. Yeah. So I might just watching that, I might be like, I want to see the season this fucking guy's on. Um, yeah. I know one of them's going to be Johnny like, Fairplay. Do you know who Johnny Fairplay is? Oh, yeah. John, he's the guy who, um, he's the dude who lied about grandmother like, dying. Mom grandmother dying. dying. Grandmother yeah. dying. So he could win, he could win the competition where like the family member yeah. comes to visit. Yeah. And then he became like a, um, <laughs> he, he, he got like two. He he like really rode that. Like, hey, I was an asshole in Survivor. He actually um, became a. Uh, he wrestled at some point. In did TNA. He? Yeah. That's weird. Anyway, that's weird. so yeah, let me know what your um, favorite seasons of Survivor are. I might check them out. Um, no. Yeah, l- let us know. Again, movies you want to hear us talk about. Thoughts about movies we have already talked about uh, comments that are vaguely insulting about how like uh, my baby drowns us out. So you can listen to my baby and not us. Anything you want to tweet us about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Zach, if you got nothing else, we'll say, as we always say, uh, be safe, be healthy, be kind to one another and uh, have a Coke, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> have a Coke. <laughs> 
Have a cool. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you guys next week for Step Brothers. <laughs>